is the Visit the Zoo podcast, episode number 91. Today we hear about killer deadly frogs. Everybody to another episode of the Visit the Zoo podcast. I am your host, author Frederick Fishman, and I'm author of the 12 book series Visit the Zoo, which you can get as a Kindle book or a print book. And there are some audiobooks as well on audible.com plus a DVD. And I've just, by the way, put up the DVD in full for you to look at on my YouTube channel which is at youtube.com forward slash F-J, my last name, F-I-C-H-M-A-N. That's youtube.com forward slash F-J Fishman, spelled F-I-C-H-M-A-N. So you may want to go check that out. I just put that up last week, by the way. Anyhow, we are here with another episode of Visit the Zoo, and I also want to tell you, and I also want to tell you that uh, we've partnered with a new app called Curie. If you ever felt like you had a burning question or uh, want to make a follow-up comment on what you hear on the Visit the Zoo podcast, well, you can go to Curie and see what others had to say about this episode and give your own two cents. And the way to do that is going to their website, which is at Curie, which is K-Y-R-I-E dot F-M forward slash Visit the Zoo. That's K-Y-R-I-E dot F-M visit the zoo so hope you'll check that out and maybe add some comments or two also you well, may want to check out something else i've just done in the in the days since we last talked i've added uh, a new podcast what i've done is i'm doing a reading of my science fiction book series seti you can hear that at sceti seti.podbean.com that's seti.podbean Com. Okay, let's get started. There's a great article that came out from an organization called EchoWatch.com about one of the crusades that I'm on, and that is to get people to get off plastic bags when they go shopping to use reusable bags, and so much so that I've started my own company that sells reusable bags and tote bags, and that's at grocery-bags.com. That's grocery-bags.com. And these bags are so much easier to use than plastic bags. They don't tear. They're easier to carry. But I started this company because... I was just shocked over information that I had researched about how plastic bags are killing so many animals. It's estimated that something like a million marine animals per year are choking to death on these plastic bags and also other plastic material. Anyhow, a few months ago, an article came out called Plastic Bag Bans Actually Work study of European waters shows. And I'll just go over the highlights of this article. Uh, it starts out by saying if you ever feel like the world's plastic nightmare might never end, a new study shows that in proof, plastic pollution legislation actually works. There are significantly fewer plastic bags on the seafloor ever since a number of European countries introduced fees on items. According to a 25-year study, from the UK's Government Center for Environment, Fisheries, and Aquaculture Science. 
Researchers found that an estimated 30% drop in the number of plastic bags in waters around Norway, Germany, northern France, and Ireland. It is encouraging to see that efforts by all society, whether they be public or industry, NGOs, or government, to reduce plastic bags are having an effect, Thomas Mays says from the Marine Litter Scientist at CEFAS. He said that in a statement. He goes on to say that we have observed sharp declines in the percentage of plastic bags as captured by fishing nets trawling the seafloor around the U.K. compared to 2010. And this research suggests that by working together, we can reduce, reuse, and recycle to take care of the marine litter problem. The Future of the Sea report found that human beings across the globe produce more than 300 million metric tons of plastic per year. Unfortunately, a lot of that material ends up in our waters. With the total amount of plastic debris in the sea predicted to increase from 50 million metric tons in 2015 to 150 million metric tons by 2025. To solve this plastic epidemic, authors suggested solutions that range from preventing plastic from entering the sea, well, good luck on that, introducing new biodegradable plastics, and campaigns that raise public awareness about marine protection. And that's what I plan to do here every single week on the Visit the Zoo podcast. And again, if you want to do your little part by getting reusable bags and tote bags instead of getting the plastic bags in grocery stores, which in 12 states in this country you have to do, and you know that in California especially. And please check out my site at grocery-bags.com. That's grocery-bags.com. Right in the description section today where we talk about animals and a little bit about them, I want to talk about a little creature that is probably the deadliest animal on this planet. And it's not that big either. It's only one to two inches long. It's the size of a paper clip. And it's the golden poison frog. And when I tell you a little bit about this little guy, you, you will definitely want to stay away from him. They're called the golden poison dart frog because natives where they live in South America and Central America, mainly in Colombia and along the coast of uh, Colombia and the coast of Central America, use the toxin that they emit as a poison for the end of their spears because it's so deadly. There are many members in this species of these little small poisonous frogs. And they're amphibians, of course, and their diet is they're, they're carnivores. In other words, they eat insects, beetles, and anything they can catch on the ground or that are flying around. And their average lifespan is about 10 years. And they weigh less than one ounce, and they're about one to two inches long. Their toxin, which they produce, botachlorotoxin, is a poison that, that lays on top of their skin. It's, it's on the surface of their bodies. And what they do is when they eat these beetles or insects or whatever little creatures they can pick up, it turns into this 
horrible toxin. In captivity, when some people keep these things in captivity, believe it or not, they're safe because they're fed vegetarian items and they don't eat these insects. But of course, you know, what prevents them from snatching a stray beetle or bug that crawls into their terrariums or, and all of a sudden they become very dangerous. They're brightly colored. They come in bright green and orange and yellows. And their toxin on top of their bodies they produce is a thousand times more deadly than cyanide. They can kill as many as 20,000 mice, just as one little small thing, or 10 to 15 human beings, just on the toxin on one small little frog. Their toxin has no antidote. In other words, if you're exposed to this and you get this through your skin by touching their skin. You can expect that you're going to die in 10 minutes. Usually paralysis sets in very quickly, and then your heart stops. There's no known cure, and there's no known antidote, and there's no shot that you can get after you get exposed. You're, you're gone. That's all there is to it. And they do come in yellow, orange, and pale green, depending upon their particular range and what area they live in. And that color is also a flag to potential predators that they know to stay away. And I don't know whether you ever go down to Central America or Columbia Rainforest, but I would just stay away and don't touch these things. They are dangerous. Again, that's the golden poison dart frog. Ooh, nasty animal. I've got a couple of poems for you about animals. I'm going to read two today, and they're fairly short. Let me start off with this first one. They're very simple. They're not difficult to understand. And here we go. You should always keep a spider, at least one in every room. Give them a little corner with an offering of food. They'll spin away at night and they'll hunt for you day by day. Keeping your house clean of pests in their very special way. So do not go hard with insect spray. When blue bottles and flies come your way, remember these little spiders who hide themselves away. And this one is called The Bee, and it was published in 2009. The flapping of its wings similar to a fly, but when listening carefully, you can hear the droning reply. Once heard, you immediately know its purpose. Yellow flowers, black flowers, collecting pollen, to surplus, buzzing flower to flower, flying aimlessly through the sky. People may be reluctant to admit there's more than meets the eye. It holds the pollen close to its chest like a baby, its pride, passion, life, even more, maybe. Though there comes a time when life must end, sting, buzzing, and silence. is a wrap for today's Visit the Zoo episode number 91 and I want to thank you very much for stopping by and listening to what we have to say we'll have another episode coming up shortly for this episode again we are partnered by this new app called Curie if you've ever felt like you've had a burning question or you want to follow a comment from what we've talked about and what you've heard or just wanted to see what others had to say about this episode, you can head over to Curie. And that link is K-Y-R-I-E dot F-M forward slash visit the zoo. 
Again, that is K-Y-R-I-E dot F-M forward slash visit the zoo. Thank you very much for joining me, and I hope to see you again next week on another episode of the Visit the Zoo podcast. Bye-bye for now.